Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet Rain. And today, my guest is Chris Franken. She is a storyteller, mystic, and way shower. She's a spiritual author, a mentor, certified meditation teacher, energy healer, and cacao-obsessed yogi. Chris has devoted her life to awakening the light within herself and others with a bachelor's degree in psychology, sociology, and over 15 years experience as a professional writer. Chris loves to empower others to live in the deepest alignment with their heart's vital purpose. She lives gently in paradise, and I won't pronounce this right, but in Australia. So we're really excited to have her. I know that she's on the coast because I've seen photos of her at the beach. And so I'm really excited to have you on the show. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much, Violet. It's such an honor to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you. I'm so excited. So I know you have finalized your second book, which is called Wild Hearted Purpose. And we were just talking about it. It's releasing in June. And so she hasn't even gotten to hold a copy yet because of shipping challenges. So talk to us a little bit about this new, this new book coming out and what it entails. Uh, thank you so much. I'm excited about this book. It came, the release date in the US was actually February 8th. So it's out in the US and it's out in Canada, which is exciting. There's already beautiful reviews coming through. I'm really excited about this book. This book was inspired by the, the years that I spent as a sole purpose mentor and the, the very different stories that I was having with people who were looking for a deeper purpose in their life. So what I was discovering was really similar themes, a really similar ways of approaching, um, you know, just really deepening their purpose. And I thought, you know what, I just, I really want to write a book about this. I, I got really excited about the different uh, stories that were coming through. And then uh, as I started to write it, it just, all these images and stories of nature started to flow through me. And I curated it so that every little chapter starts with a story in nature because I believe we learn so much from nature and even though it doesn't seem like it's our sole purpose to spend a lot of time in nature I feel like when we do we deepen our connection to the earth and we deepen our purpose here on earth so that's how the book came about. I love that I love that and I think nature is so important and Sometimes we get pulled so far away when we live in these big cities, these concrete villages, we kind of lose nature and being out and connecting to Mother Earth. So I love that. So in helping people find their soul purpose, if somebody is really looking, what does that, 
What does that really mean, Chris? Looking for your soul purpose. It's a lot broader than looking for a career that makes you happy. I really believe that a soul purpose is something that you incarnate into this life already imprinted within you. It's your soul's choice in how you want to learn, how you want to serve, how you want to be in this particular life. And so we all carry this this destiny in our hearts and we have all the free will we want. We can take any job we want. Um, but when we get to understand that our purpose is much deeper than a job, that actually our purpose is how we are. It's how we are being. It's living authentic. It's living in alignment with love. It's having a lot of fun, uh, but it's also really deepening into the lessons that we came here to learn on a soul level. So I believe everyone's sole purpose is to love. And the, that's really also the way that we find what it is that we're here to do and how we're here to serve and how we're here to receive and, and, and who we are, um, which is so unique and so important in our community. So whether we live in the big city or we live in the wild like I do in the rainforest, in the hinterland, you know, I'm still very much connected to my community here, even though I don't see my neighbours. When you live in the city, you get to see your neighbours and you really get to connect with them and you get to create your own, um, you know, food villages and forests and, and there is still so much potential. It doesn't matter where you live. You can really connect to nature, connect to community. And in doing so, you really get to discover who you are and why you're here. And yeah, I really believe that everyone has come here to connect to each other. And that's how we get to know our purpose. That's how we get to know who we are. You know, I, I, I love what you're talking about because I see clients as well. And they'll come in and they're like, I want to know my purpose. And I said, well... Here, I'm going to shatter you a little bit because really all of our purpose is, is to come here and experience love, loving each other, loving our life, loving what we do, loving all aspects in our life. And people just look at me because they're like, really, that's, that's what this is about. And I'm like, it really is. It is about love. It's about learning to love. It's learning to accept love. It's learning to be open to love. It's learning to love everything that you do and love your life. And that's where it brings your joy and bliss into your life so that you're living to your fullest potential. It is that simple, but it can also be very complicated on what that looks like because I think that's what brings in our challenges and our obstacles is learning to navigate these waters of love and how to love each other and not be afraid, right? Not have fear or be closed off. And uh, it sounds simple, but it can be difficult sometimes too. But when you step in, it's a beautiful process. Right? It, it just that's really exactly comes it. in. Yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just think that's it's simplistic and it's very broad as well. So you talk about living wild. What does it mean to rewild yourself in nature to discover that inner rebel? So share with us what you mean by that. This concept of rewilding to me really speaks to the idea that we've been conditioned. We have so many layers of other people's ideas, other people's con control, 
other people's way of being lay it upon us that sometimes it's really hard to find ourselves and in the finding of who we are whether that is the inner rebel who wants to rebel against the conditioning or whether it's the inner truth seeker or whoever that is for me I feel like a little bit of a rebel but also um the 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 peacemaker and the truth seeker I think we have it all in us so when we discover that authentic nature, which is quite wild, which is very much connected to the earth or wanting to connect to the earth, then we begin the process of rewilding, coming back to our, our innate wild nature. Who we are as human beings is, is connected to the elements, connected to the seasons, connected to um, mother nature and all of her beings. We naturally know how to commune with nature we naturally know how to sit with the tree and listen to its wisdom to sit on top of a rock and feel you know the ancient presence of that rock or to bless the local waterways we naturally have that within us but over the generations and over our past lives we've we've forgotten we've been conditioned to live um, disconnected from our soul and disconnected from nature and of course not all of us but a lot of us have, the majority of us in the West have. And so this beautiful process of rewilding can be confrontational for some who have never really spoken their truth, or maybe they've never known what it's like to be fully seen and fully loved. And that's what nature does for us. She teaches us that we're all loved, we're all loving, we're all deserving of compassion and forgiveness and good health and bliss and good friendships. And that's, for me, that's the process. And so you can do the process of rewilding anywhere. It doesn't matter where you live. Um, I've been rewilding, I feel, for many years. But a year ago, I moved into the rainforest. And then I got to understand this process so much more tangibly because I was, I am so much more connected to the seasons now. I am you know, dependent on the rain and the sun for my water and my power. And, and it feels, it, it feels like I am relearning for many of my ancestors and many of my past lives, like what this means to live so beautifully in tune with nature and her seasons, but also our inner wild nature and our inner seasons. I love that because cycles are so important we have cycles on our planet with the seasons with the moon um all that comes through and most people are, have no idea of how that impacts us energetically emotionally mentally as we go through these seasons as we move in and out of these cycles and the more you kind of connect in to the heartbeat of the planet and how she breathes and how she moves, the more connected you are to understand that we all are impacted through these cycles, these seasons that come in um, to help us. And so it's really kind of powerful when you can really connect. I'm a person, we're in winter right now, and I, I dislike winter. I have not, I have a hard time with winter. And I think it's because winter is all about hibernation. It's all about refilling your tank. It's all about really going within and, you know, hibernating within and kind of 
watching the snow outside. We're getting about 12 inches today, uh, watching all the snowfall today. So, you know, when you start to lean into those seasons and understand that we need those cycles to have balance emotionally, mentally within us, then you really start to connect to the planet around us and understand that we're all connected and we're all moving to the heartbeat of this planet in certain ways, either we're fighting against the current or we're leaning into it and understanding what she's trying to teach us. So I love the fact of rewilding and learning to kind of lean more into her and trust in her because she is definitely supporting us on this journey that we're on. So um, I think that's awesome. Share with us about what is a soul's blueprint? Because you talk about soul blueprint. What does that look like for our listeners that have never heard that word? What do we mean when we talk about soul blueprint? And how, how can we learn more about that for ourselves? Great question. So the way I see uh, a person's soul is a tapestry of light. Um, Sometimes it looks quite fluid, quite liquid, the way a soul, the soul um, almost moves and breathes with its own spirit. And when I look closer into the light of the soul, and to me, light is intelligence, it's consciousness, it's awareness. And so when I look into that tapestry of consciousness, I begin to see a really unique pattern that I call a blueprint because I'm not sure what else to call it. Blueprint just seems like the right kind of, the right kind of term to, to use. It's a really unique pattern that is, um, that is in each person's soul. And we bring this through to us and it really has an impact on the physical form that we take on the way we process emotions on our mind, whether conscious or unconscious. And it's really there to be maybe our inner map. Uh, I really don't believe that anyone should be following anyone else's map or anyone else's path. And I talk about that a lot because it's, it's time to get the shoes off and get bare feet into your own wilderness and get off the paved path that everyone else is following. Um, And so how we do that is we tune into the heart space because to me, that's the portal to our soul. And when we tune into the heart space, maybe we don't see the blueprint that that's something that could be beyond people's comprehension or understanding. And we all have our own psychic gifts, our own intuitive gifts. And so um, that's quite a specific thing to see. Even if you don't ever see a blueprint, you can feel it by the, the nudges of your heart, like you so beautifully just said before, you know, it's, are we following along with the heartbeat of Gaia or are we pushing against it? And it's the same with our own inner heartbeat is, are we, are we really listening? Because the heart doesn't use words. The heart's connected to the subconscious mind and the heart doesn't use words. The heart uses sensations and visions and daydreams and dreams and, and emotions and, this it's this pulse that pushes through us and that that's why we have these deep inner yearnings that go beyond addictions and cravings and and fascinations and obsessions and and go when we can actually let go of all of that we get to this deeper yearning and it's this compass within us that drives us towards 
our own direction, our own purpose. And it's the, it's really, it's the path of the deepest fulfillment possible in this life. So that's how I see a blueprint. And it, it's going to be, it's going to come up differently for everyone. I mean, a blueprint could be the, our DNA. The blueprint could be, it could be anything really, but that's how I see it. I love that explanation and I love the tapestry because I think you're right. We're all different. How many, how many people have chosen to walk the same path that their mother did or that their father did or that their family has done for generations or, and that may not be their path. It may not be their passion. It may not be what lights them up, but brings them to their joy. It may be something different. And when we lean into who we are and our divine truths within that tapestry, our world shifts and changes to this beautiful space. Now, does that mean we never have challenges and obstacles again? No, that's part of living here. But you learn to move with the flow a little easier. You learn to move around those obstacles a little easier. You learn to dance through the storm versus, you know, kind of sitting in it, right? You learn to move through it. So I love that. So you also wrote another book called The Call of Intuition. And I know you have that book with you today. Talk to us a little bit about that because you talk about the differences of intuition and kind of how we step in. And I'd love to hear more about that book as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, my first book, The Call of Intuition, um, came out in November 2020. So it was a little bit of a quieter launch because it was a quiet time on earth, <laughs> a quiet, quietly disruptive time. Um, <clears throat> and I think it's so beautiful, you know, that time on earth. We A lot of us lost our footing. We really struggled to find our purpose. And I think people are really now coming back in tune with their heart and saying, what have I been doing all these years? Like, what am I, what do I really want to do? Where do I really want to live? So this book was really, um, I, I felt so called to explain the difference as I see it between the, the gut's instinct, the heart's intuition and the mind's insight because all three of them to me work so independently and yet they work together so beautifully um, because we're all whole, our beings. Um, but I can feel them tangibly in my being. So people would say, and this is so many years ago when intuition became a really hot topic and people would say, oh, it's just this vague knowing, don't worry about where it comes from, but you have to follow it. And I thought, hang on a second, like it's, it's your body. It's your, it's your heartbeat. It's the, it's the dreams that you're having consistently that are telling you something. And so I tried to work out the best way to explain the difference. And the first idea that came to me was that um, perhaps the gut instinct is connected to our unconscious mind, our heart's intuition connected to the subconscious and the mind's insight connected to the conscious mind. To me, that made a lot of sense and it was made it so much easier to explain to other people why the instinct is such a, an, um, a, a very quick response. It's, a, it's an urge and your instinct is very good at saying no, very good at protecting you, 
but not if it's out of balance. And that was the other thing that kept coming up in the book is that you can bring balance to your gut instinct. It's not something that you just have or you don't have. Everyone has it. But if you don't feel safe where you live or if you are still dealing with childhood trauma or if you have a, a gut that's physically unwell or, or, or out of balance somehow emotionally, then, um, then your gut instinct is, is quite often not as strong as it could be. And maybe you have trouble with saying no. Maybe you have trouble with your boundaries. You know, there are a lot of ways that this impacts our life, but the more safe we can feel, the more healing we can do, we really come back to having a really strong gut instinct. Then there's the heart's intuition, which is connected to the subconscious mind and which really is an expansive, you know, like the EMF, the electrical magnetic field of the heart is so expansive. And when we, when we really get to learn to um, open our hearts up and live according to this beautiful pulse that we have within us, then we get to live our authentic truth. So our intuition is what we create in, in this life. Our instinct comes through with us, so it's ancestral. Our intuition is something that we get to create. So, for example, if you have a job, and working in a hotel, you're going to get to know the layout of the hotel. So intuitively, you're going to get to know different customers and how they work intuitively. You're going to get to know what days are busy and what times are busy. And you get to almost preempt customers' needs um, because your intuition becomes so strong over the years. And that happens to all of us, no matter what we do. So we can develop our intuition in a really strong and healthy way by curating really strong and healthy habits. And then that's how our intuition grows. And then there's the mind's insight, which is connected to the conscious mind. And I, I see insight as everyday insight and then psychic insight. Everyday insight is listening to a beautiful podcast like this one and maybe learning something new. And if it aligns with what you already know, then you get this beautiful aha, like, wow, yes, that resonates. That's an insight comes into the conscious mind and filters down through the rest of the psyche and also the rest of the body. Cause of course it's all connected. Then there's psychic insight, which I believe is uh, messages from spirit insight from the higher realms, the higher dimensions and all of that. It's something that you can't find in the 3d and the earthly realms, something that you get from spirit and, so that's how we get to know um, new information is through insight. So that's what the book was about. And it's got a really beautiful six-step process in the last half of the book that dives deep into helping people to really tune into all three of those inner guides. I love that. I love that. Especially for people that are just awakening to their gifts, just stepping into some of this and they're trying to sort out what's going on, why they feel a certain way, why they're getting certain messages. What a great tool for them to be able to utilize and kind of clear up some of those, you know, messages that they're getting that they're just not sure of. So I love that. So I love that. And I love the connection between gut, heart, and mind. I can definitely see how that comes in. So very cool um, to be able to connect with that. So Chris, do, 
Do you work one-on-one with people or are you just writing books? Tell us a little bit. If somebody wanted to connect with you today, they love your information besides picking up your book, books, what, what could they do? Do you have like a newsletter? How can they connect with you? Yeah, thank you. I have a newsletter that I send out roughly once a month. I try not to get too busy with the newsletter. I don't want to spam people up. I have one-on-one sessions that are available on my website, which is chrisfranken.com, K-R-I-S-F-R-A-N-K-E-N. And you can see my sessions there. I do online healing and I do online mentoring. I just, and I love talking about soul purpose. It's something that I've always talked about. (laughs) And so it's really nice to provide it in this new form. Um, um, And for anyone that wants to to visit Australia, I'm going to have some retreats this year and I hold cacao circles with women in Byron Bay. So there's there's going to be a lot going on and I do need to record my books as well. So they're going to be available um, as audio, hopefully by the end of this year. That's my plan. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Oh, my husband lived in Australia for a little while. He talks about Australia all the time. He was working there for a period of time. And he talks about, you know, going and visiting and all those things. So I love, I love that. And retreats, what an amazing way to, to kind of get away and disconnect is to go there and have a retreat. What beautiful way to do that. Thank you so much because Chris got up really early to hang out with us this morning. Thanks for getting up super early in Australia and hanging out with us this morning and being on the show. It's been a delight to get to talk to you and speak to you this morning. Thank you, Violet. It's been so fun. I love getting up early and this has just been such a joy. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me on your awesome show. Well, thank you for being part of this. And if you ever get to the States, we would love to see you So in person. So keep us on your radar. If you ever get out and travel and get to Denver, we would love to meet you. Okay, I will. <laughs> I look forward to it. All righty. Well, thanks everyone for watching. I hope you'll follow us and check out some of our other shows here at Sacred Magic Podcast. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www. Dot discover your spiritual gifts dot academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.